0: Good evening, I'm glad that you're here this evening, especially to our visitors that are with us, we're, you're our honored guests and we're glad that you have stopped to take time out of your day to come come and worship with us tonight. Tonight is uh, the first Wednesday of the month and as uh, traditionally is our case, we we use this night as a, as a singing night to uh, sing songs of praises and to worship God in song. And tonight we're going to do something a little different than we normally do on Wednesday on our first Wednesday night um, singing. We we won't we won't have the scripture readings and things in between the songs as we normally do. It was requested that we work on the new songs that we've that we've been learning over the last couple of months, and so that's all the songs this evening will be some of the newer songs that uh, that we have learned. Have learned and and want to implement in their worship service. Um, There'll be some announcements. I'll make announcements at the end of service, close the services, um, and um, we'll begin with that. Uh, It's good to see everyone here. I know there's a lot of sickness going around, so y'all sing out and uh, let's work on some of these new songs. There's some some of these new songs are newer songs. At some point. At some point, you know, "Rock of Ages" was a new song. So, I know sometimes we get some pushback on put on new songs. You know, we don't. We love the old songs and we don't want to get away from them. But um, some of the new songs that are written, so many of them are written by Christians, uh, members of the church. Um, but the the words and the the music and there's some very beautiful, well-written songs out there that are that are great for worship. And so let's let's work on those and don't be afraid to learn a new song. Um, the first song this evening will be "Listen to Our Hearts." I think it's one that we we know pretty well. Um, but let's sing "Listen to Our Hearts." It'll only be on the screen behind me.
1: No <coughs> How many years? I have
0: I introduced this a lot of ways back, and I don't think we've used it since, and it's a good song, To the Lamb. before prayer or just to read to yourself before you pray? Very, very good words. <clears throat> you mend my broken heart. This is number 46 in our supplement.
2: bow with me, please. Holy God, our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this occasion to be together this evening as your children and to sing these songs of praise to you, to be edified from our fellowship with each other. And we pray, Father, that the words we sing will come from the heart. We pray that we will think about the things we're saying and that you'll be glorified. Father, we're Thankful for uh, this new year. We thank you for new opportunities that it brings. We pray that each one of us will be uh, renewed in spirit and mind, resolved to serve you better, to be a prayerful person, to be prayerful people, to study our Bibles, to learn more about your word and how you would have us to live our lives. That we'll be better equipped to teach others as we have opportunity, Father. And we pray in this new year that you'll bring us opportunities. And that you'll give us the wisdom to see them and the courage to act on them. Father, we were reminded today that this world is not our home. We thank you for our sister Roberta. For the life that she lived, the joy that she showed every day in in being a Christian, and Father, we we pray that we will all learn from her example, and that we'll will strive to let our light shine as Christians and to be salt and light to the world around us, as she as she was. We pray you be with her family as they will certainly miss her as they mourn her passing. But we pray you give them comfort and we pray you give them peace, knowing that she is at rest. Father, we thank you for everything you do for us. We're especially grateful for our Savior, Jesus. We know we fail you. And we're so thankful that through his blood, through his sacrifice, We have a way to repentance and forgiveness, and we pray that you would help us to be repentant. We pray that you'll forgive us where we failed you, and help us to strive to be better in every way, every day. Please be with us through the remainder of this service. We pray we'll we'll glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: All of my songs will be on the slides behind me. First one will be number way, will be number 259, Wayfaring Stranger.
1: Hmm.
0: besides the Sunday night practice I don't know if this has been led uh, with all this year so um, if you're there great if not uh, this is a pretty pretty popular song by Lauren Daigle uh, and you may recognize it so
2: trust in you
3: chapter 12, we read about Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem, where they were throwing down the palm branches and crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And you have this great celebration and this, this joy of them welcoming their king into the city. However, it says there were... Um, Later that day, um, certain Greeks were in town for the feast, and they wanted to come and see Jesus. And so they they came to Philip and said, hey, we want to see Jesus. So Philip ran and got Andrew, and Andrew and Philip both came to Jesus to let him know, hey, these Greeks want to come meet you. And it's an odd exchange that happens here with Jesus and his disciples. <clears throat> it's not what's expected. And here you start to see, if you haven't already seen it, Jesus' awareness of what this week, the end of this week is going to mean for him. He's already been giving his disciples some warnings, and it's, it's, you can know that it's already been on his mind what's going to happen at the end of this week. Uh, but when they come to him, that should be great news. These people want to hear more about the gospel and come comes to Jesus. But his response to them says, And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. If it dies, it produces much grain. And he talks about how someone can't love their life. They've got to be willing to give up their life to save it, to follow after me. You've got to be willing to do that. Seems like a strange response to them. But then he says these words, kind of speaking to himself, a soliloquy, if you will. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Before this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. You already see see a foreshadowing of the kind of thoughts he expresses in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's dreading what he's having to face. And he says, what am I supposed to do? Say, take this away from me? That wouldn't be correct. should I say, Father, save me? But that's why I came. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice from heaven said, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. You can already see Jesus' dread of what's going to happen. Later in the week, after uh, lots of things happened during that week. After he takes the Last Supper with his disciples and he's speaking with them, and he gives his long speeches, not speeches, but he gives long talks to them about what they need to know before he leaves. And in uh, chapter 17, he's praying, and he says, now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. He's already considered himself as gone. It's so certain what he's going to face. I'm no longer in the world. I'm already moved on, but these are going to remain, and his prayers for them and uh, he says in verse 13, But now I come to you, speaking to his Father, I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they have my joy fulfilled in them. Do you see Jesus' heart and his concern for his disciples, the dread of what he's going to face? I say all that because the song that we're going to do next is, is entitled Soliloquy and Prayer. And it's based on the words that we just discussed. And uh, it's a beautiful song. The music is beautiful, but just the thoughts of Jesus being expressed in the words of these song. this song is beautiful also. It's a little He's kind of talking to himself and then some of the expressions he uses in his prayer. I think we've only done this once at a, one of the new song classes. I don't think we've sung it since then. Um, but it's just the words are going to be straight from the Bible. What shall I say? What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? Let me back up. So you'll notice that the women are singing first. The men are going to repeat the same thing that the women saying. What shall I say? What shall I say? For this purpose I have come. Second verse, I come to thee. I come to thee. I am no more in the world. I come to thee. I come to thee. Father, glorify thy son. Beautiful song to think about. Uh, the heart of Jesus. <clears throat> of course, you could use it for Lord's Supper, but it doesn't have to be used for that. Uh, I want to speak a little bit on the music. I don't want to take away from the words, but if you don't sing the song, it, that takes a- correctly, that takes away from the words. So you'll notice that the women have three parts, and same thing for the men. When we get to the men, we have three parts, but. The first time we sang this, the women who were singing the middle part kind of seemed nervous about the dissonance that was there, so I just want to talk about that real quickly. Uh, you'll notice if you're singing the middle part, you're singing a doe. You're going to sing a do, sing another do, and you're going to stay on do. And it's going to sound a little dissonant at first because you're having a little bit of a clash, but it's going to resolve to a normal chord here. And you're just going to go down a half a step pretty easy. And you're going to go down to the law. You you, and the bottom out there are going to sing a law. And you're going to sing a law. And then you're going to sing a law. And then you're going to stay on that law. And then that's going to sound a little dissonant. But you're going to resolve that by going down another half step. So you're going to do the same thing you did here. Here, you're just going to be a little bit lower. And the rest of it I think you can figure out. But stay strong on the dissonance. That adds a lot of interest and a lot of uh, uh, color to the to the... That are being sung there, and it adds to the music. I hope the men were paying attention because you're going to do the exact same thing. So the tenor part, you're going to be singing do 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 and then do down to T, just a half step. And you go down to la 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 down to C, just a half step. And you're going to, and so you're basically doing the exact same thing that the altos. I hope that helps. <clears throat> this song's not to be sung too fast. It should be sung uh contemplatively, maybe is a good word for that. Just kind of soft and and really thinking about what we're saying. <clears throat> Like to drop out of the women part. I'll sing with you on verse one, but on two, I'm going to let y'all do it by yourself. This Day. <clears throat> Daniel has taught us this one. have sung it several times. First time I've led it, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> Start with sopranos, and then we're going to add altos, and then tenor and bass. It's all on the screen, so just pay attention to that. <clears throat> Try not to sing it too slow, but I don't want to sing it too fast either, but we're going to sing it at a nice uh, tempo. <clears throat> Before we do, this, I want to point out, sorry, I'm going to do music again. In case you don't know, <clears throat> MP means moderately soft. So P is soft, F is loud. Piano forte. It's, I think it's from Italian or something. But we're going to start off softly. I just want pay it, us to pay attention to these things because... Um, You see this little symbol here that starts little bitty and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger? That means we're going to slowly get louder and louder until we're loud. Then we're going to get loud loud, extra loud, that's what FF means. So just kind of pay attention to those, that kind of helps the song is going to build, build, build until we get to the chorus, so that's just something to pay attention. sung this a few times, but it's been a really long time since we sung it. so I thought it'd be good to review it I've catch myself singing this song when I'm just walking around. The tune is for me it's 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 easy to remember it's easy to sing it's easy to remember and I like the thoughts of it and so and it's probably been long enough there's a lot of people here that don't have never sung it before so I'll really briefly want to go over this one also um if you're a man. You just have to learn two parts. One is the melody at the beginning, and we're all going to sing unison at the beginning. We're all going to sing, hear, O Lord, and answer, I am poor and needy, guard my life, for I am devoted to you. Same melody, hear my prayer, O Lord, and my cry for mercy, in this day of trouble, I will call to you. All right, that's the first thing. Now, it's going to get a little confusing, but you'll get it. You can learn this part. So let's just sing that together. All right, so everybody's going to sing all in unison. No parts. That's the way it's written.
1: Show me hear, O Lord.
3: the ladies are going to sing something on top of that. I'm going to come back to that. It's pretty simple, but the men are just going to repeat what we just sang. The women are going to sing some fun stuff on top of that. And then in the day of trouble, I will call to you. All right, here's the next thing you need to learn. I will praise you. I will praise you. Glorify your name, O oh Lord. And that repeats. I will praise you. I will praise you. Glorify your name, O oh Lord. All right two parts that men have to learn. Now this part is harmonized. We're, those are the two pieces and we're going to put them together in different orders. I know this sounds confusing when we get to the song. Don't be that confusing. All right. So that I will pray you. All right. We'll get through that. And guess what? <clears throat> Oops. All right. Uh, I'm getting lost. Oh, we're going the wrong direction. That's why I'm getting lost. I will praise you, I will praise you, glorify your name, O Lord. I will praise you, I will praise you, glorify your name, O Lord. All right, and the guys are just going to repeat that. The guys have it easy. They're just going to repeat that. But while they're repeating that, I will praise you, I will praise you, the women are going to go back and sing what we sang at the beginning. Hear, O Lord, and answer, I am born and needy. All right? So just follow along with what, what the music's doing. We'll just, we'll just do and then at the very end, we're just going to do, hear, O Lord. <coughs> hear, O Lord. Hear, O Lord, my humble prayer. Hear, O Lord. Hear, O Lord. Hear, O Lord, and answer. All right. Sounds confusing if you've never done it before, but one time through, and you'll have it. Sorry. Okay. Um, And then one last thing to talk about. So at the beginning, we say, Hear, O Lord, and answer. I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am devoted to you. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and I cry for mercy. In this day of trouble, I will call to you. Um, hurry up. Oh, go back to the Long Okay, we're all singing in unison. Hear, O Lord, and answer, I am for it needy. Guard my life, for I am devoted to you. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and my cry for mercy. In this day of trouble I will call to you. Sprenos and altos. Hear, O Lord, answer my prayer. Guard my life, for I am yours. Hear my prayer, Lord, and my cry. In trouble I will call to you. We've done this enough. probably know, I'll have nothing Know it. they can carry it. I'm probably going to sing with the sopranos and altos during that. So bass just, and tenors, you're just going to sing what we sang at the beginning. Let's just plow through it, anyway. Not <clears throat> as confusing as I made it sound. enough of it to know it anyways that you don't know what's going on, just find somebody and think them, Or just pick a park for. it.
4: Well if you'd like to I'm going to be in the book of Hebrews for just a moment. Uh Hebrews chapter 3. Here in the book of Hebrews in the third chapter the the scriptures call they call into our remembrance here all of the all of the Israelites who were were led by Moses um out of out of the Egyptian bondage and slavery, uh, led by Moses by by the mighty hand of God and all the the wonders and the signs that He did, uh, in order to bring them out of that. But yet those people, even though they saw all the signs and they saw all the the salvation of the Lord, they they hardened their hearts. They chose to harden their hearts and they became disobedient to the word of God. And so He says as he calls their example uh, to our remembrance, he says uh, here in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7, he says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion, in the day of trial, in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me and tried me. He says down in verse 11 about them, He says, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And so, verse 12, he tells us, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. He says, Chapter 4 and verse 1, kind of continuing on this same thought, he says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, uh, kind of like they did, they had been saved out of bondage, but yet hadn't entered into the rest yet. The same applies for us. We've, We've been saved out of bondage, but yet we're not quite there yet. He says, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. And then if you drop down there to verse 11, which is what I really want us to pay attention to this evening, he says again, encouraging us along this same line, therefore, or let us therefore be diligent. Be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. It's that uh, that word diligent or diligent that has caught my attention this past week. Um, the Greek word that is used is a word um, spudadzu. I kind of like that Greek word because I think I might have pronounced it right. All the other ones I can't do, so... Uh, Spudadzu uh, is, I think, how it's supposed to be pronounced. Then um, you kind of hear in that word what you think the word might mean. Uh, it means to use speed, spododzu. Uh Use speed, uh, further along in that definition, is to make effort, to be prompt, or to be earnest. Uh, Thayer's, in his definition, says it is to make haste or to exert oneself. But the main emphasis of the word is the the urgency that it suggests, the hurriedness of it. We've got to do this thing today. Do it today while we still can. And this entire discourse was all about that idea. That's where it began in verse 7. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice. Verse 13 that we read, exhort one another daily while it is still called today. Uh, Verse we didn't read it, but I think it's verse um, verse fifteen and, um, of chapter three and verse uh, seven of chapter four. He keeps repeating that that uh, quote there about today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of the rebe- or in the rebellion." The idea is that we do it now before we run out of time. You know it's easy. It's easy to lose sight of that type of urgency that we need. We say things like, um, we're not promised today. We say, uh, all we have is today, or to live each day as it is your last, as if it was your last. And uh, we say those types of things. We talk about, you know, they're not being a tomorrow. Um, And on some level, I think we believe it. But deep down, do you really believe that? that you're not promised tomorrow. The reality is, in all likelihood, tomorrow will come. It will come just like it's always came. And no matter how much we tell ourselves about the uncertainty of tomorrow, we all know that there is a sense in which it is actually very certain that there will be a tomorrow. Things do still continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Peter said that about those who, who make that accusation that nothing's ever going to change. I mean, things still continue as they always have. People were making that statement 2,000 years ago, and it kept happening for 2,000 years. And so we sort of naturally live with that reality. And it's very difficult for us, I believe, to truly live in a way that does not expect a tomorrow. And so that's our encouragement here in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 11, that we need to be diligent to do that. This, this urgency is something that we will have to, to consciously and deliberately and maybe even continually incorporate into our lives to remember. This is a call to action to remember that we have to live as if there is no tomorrow, even though in all likelihood there will be. We just, uh, we buried my grandmother today, 94 years old. That's a good long life, isn't it? And she lived a really good one, too. But most of us, most of us will not live to see 94 years old. In fact, I looked up this afternoon, I looked up the uh, life expectancy in the U.S., and I don't know it's the first thing that come up on Google, I don't know how accurate it is, but it said 78. That means most of us won't live to see 80. Some of us won't make it to 60 years old. Others will die before they make it to 40. Some of you younger folks here who think you have your whole life ahead of you, you might not. We just don't know. All we have is today. And that's our encouragement to you this morning. I want to encourage you today, while you still have today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. That's what we have this option or this option, this uh, opportunity for here this evening, as we do every time we meet. Because it is an important thing. It is something we need to be diligent about, to be diligent that we are right with God while we still can, if you need to make your life right with God this evening and we can help you, that's what this time here is for. We beg you, God begs you, Jesus has made it possible for you to come now, and get your life right with him today while you can all you have to do is come while we all stand and while we all sing.
1: Uh-huh.